0: sounds like angels laughing it sounds like little tinkling bells and it's actually mackenzie's voice manipulated sped up and slowed down yeah hey this is jack morrissey welcoming you to episode 49 of team jack um it's been a while we've been busy everybody in this room certainly me staining my black jeans romeo and black jeans um and here we all are uh, broadcasting, not live, obviously canned, from my room at the JW Marriott uh, in downtown Los Angeles at LA Live. Um, episode 49, here we go, ready? Everybody's been drinking already. <laughs> episode 49, watch what happens next. Episode 49, Our Perfect Little piece. Cohen's like, oh, I don't get it. Cohen's like, I don't know. <laughs> and Andrea's crying already. Cohen's going to make us one comment for the podcast. There are the most people that were ever in a single room in this room right now. It's a bit overwhelming. So we'll just we'll just do that. And also, to go with it, 800 bottles of wine for some fucking reason. It's a really weird hotel room. You guys are bizarre. I love it. Um, making this podcast at 520 the night before the, uh, worldwide premiere. Five, 530. No, 430. Oh, holy shit. 435. We have so much time. We kind of don't. Um, anyway, um, the day before the worldwide premiere of the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn part two, which has brought all of these, um fans together from around the country and around the world for one final um Twilight Tent City, which uh this year for the first and last time Summit Entertainment has dubbed Fan Camp. And um we have a couple of uh Team Jack listeners in the room with us today. We have the Nighty Madam here uh from the UK uh look her up on YouTube and we have uh twenty-five out of twenty-nine members of Team Jack in the room. Um I feel like we did the pass the mic around the room and introduce yourself and say your Twitter handle thing um from our first uh Team Jack episode that we recorded in my hotel room down at San Diego Comic-Con, so we will not repeat that. Uh we will just say that uh Dina, who is here but could not be here, is her blood sugar or is is either Way up or way down. I'm already like slurring my speech. Um <laughs> uh, wish you wish you could be here since you are here. Uh Vanessa from El Salvador, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um Kate Walsh from Ireland, uh f- literally from Tipperary, and uh Jennifer Rudder from New Hampshire, I think, right? I can't even believe. Well, here we go. We're off to the races. I can't even believe I have all this information memorized.
1: Is we're off to the races? Code for Jack is drunk.
0: <laughs> but I probably will be crying by the end with the rest of these bitches. Um, anyway, we've um, we've had we've had a great fan camp. I think uh, we'll we'll maybe answer that question or start to answer that question in a few minutes. But um, it, it's certainly been a good one for me and. Uh, I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. So, um, off, to the races. off, off to the races and off the rails. Anyway, um, the very last Twilight fan camp ever, really, probably. Um, was it good for you? I'll pass it over to Sharon.
1: Why?
2: <laughs> you had to name the podcast that seriously. That just you right off. You suck so bad. All of us are already... Okay. It's been a blast. I'm
0: going to do one more thing. I'm going to start a photo blog after this podcast called Twilight Fans Weeping, because I feel like there's going to be a
2: lot of that. Look at me up on Tumblr.
1: Great. <laughs> I love you,
2: Cohen. It's been amazing. It's um, I think everybody knows it's the end. It, it's been a little bittersweet, but at the same time, because of that, I kind of feel like... Band camp was one big love fest this year. Not as much n- not near not nearly as much bitching and moaning and drama and stuff yeah. down in the camp as yeah. there was last year. So it's been really it's been really amazing. Anyone else wanna talk besides me? <laughs> Renas my voices.
3: Well, that,
0: was team team, <laughs> that was great. All right.
2: Forever <laughs> period out. No. It's emotional. It's Nobody knows what to say because it's too emotional.
0: So anyway, I cried like a bitch listening to Christina Perry sing A Thousand Years Version 2 or Part 2, whatever it's being called on the soundtrack. Whatever it's being called is not what they wanted to call it. Bill was like, "Uh, no. Oh, I know what they wanted to call it. Ask me in a week's time or ask me like two days from now. It's like, it's A Thousand Years XX version. Bill was like, no no um we had the forever party uh team jack co-hosted with twi between on um wednesday night at lucky strike here down at la live um that was kind of awesome uh not much happened on thursday other than camp check-in right um and then twilight on the on the um the big LED screen and in, uh, Twilight started, Nokia I Plaza. started crying. Did you really?
2: Yeah, that was my first camp breakdown.
0: Were you crying because it was so cold? And was it <laughs> raining when Twilight? <laughs> too. Was it raining when Twilight played? No. Um. And then Friday during the day, what happened? I totally should not have had. By the way, concerned listeners should know that we passed around mason jars, uh, <laughs> yes. brought by. Uh, Christina, Deanna, Kathy, and Caitlin, and uh, everybody took a, a generous swig out of the—I uh, think the apple pie, apple pie, blackberry and strawberry moonshines—and my head has gone like right out the window. Um, <laughs> bottoms up, Nancy. Um,
2: what did we do Friday? Can somebody tell me?
0: Pass the mic. Pass the mic. Friday we attended. Pass the clean. mic. Uh,
4: yeah, Friday was like a chill day. We could go out and you
2: know, know, kind of I do know.
4: whatever we wanted to do. I just do.
5: kept repeating. It was a chill day, Friday.
0: Nothing much happened in the afternoon?
5: No, no, we had girls go to Kimmel to go see Stephanie. Yeah, some of, yeah, you know, some of us went. Kimmel Rob was Monday.
0: Needless to say, this episode of Team Jack is for Twihards only. <laughs> Everyone else, just go ahead so and switch it, was, it off. We'll see you next week with Kevin Smith.
5: It was the data, you know... <laughs> It was a day to, you know, run to Target, go get those last-minute things, you know, go out and about in L.A. Uh, some of us went down to Grauman's and things like that, so.
0: For the Holy Slab.
5: Exercise. Yeah, they had, they had the Jamba the Yes, Jamba Juice had
0: a twire size or something. Thank you, Sasha. Um... <laughs> That was last weekend. Predating all of this, we had the I know we had the final um, Creation Twilight Convention uh, in Burbank last weekend. After which we had a uh, at at the end of the last day of which we had a signing at Dark Delicacies Bookstore with uh, Robert Abeley, Tony Trucks, who plays the Nomad Mary in Part Two, as well as Eric Odom, who plays the Nomad Peter. But of course, you know that by now, having listened to this podcast, um, and a great time was had by all. Jumping back to Friday afternoon. Members are at Kimmel. Members are at the Holy Slab. Some people are eating berry blast from Jamba Juice while doing Zumba, whatever the <laughs> fuck that is. And then a th- uh, very yeah, very. A Thank you, Matt. Um, and then a very thin crowd sat in the very cold plaza and watched New Moon and Eclipse back to back on Friday night. Saturday afternoon. Stephanie showed up, yeah. at, at which point I should be able to pass the mic to someone who is here and ha- listen to the, your very meaningful things that you have to say about Stephanie Meyer, the impact of Twilight on your life, and what your pres- you know presumed last uh, visitation experience with her was like. Sharon, not you. You're skipping this one. <laughs> it's going to happen Hi. by the end, Andrea. I'm totally yeah, targeting you. I'm going to make you cry. Andrea is like our requisite crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> or she is first across the finish line, like five seconds, and she's across the finish line. Tracy Olson joining us for the first time. Yeah, from, yeah. I lost um, my voice. <laughs> from Massachusetts.
3: <I'm> sexy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's rocking the Freddy Krueger.
3: I am. Um, yeah, I, I met Stephanie and, uh, I definitely started to cry in line. Did you really? <laughs> I did. And I'm like all <laughs> by myself and I'm like, I'm not going to cry. It was, yeah.
0: I'm soft <laughs> and she's
3: squishy and oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> she was. I was shh, like, shh. Snuggle.
0: We have so many people packed into this hotel room. We're desperately avoiding the knock on the, the dread knock on the door. <laughs> um, how long did you get to talk to her for?
3: Oh, like seconds yeah seconds but I, and then I, afterwards i was like you know i really should have just like clung to her until security dragged me away because that would have been a way better story didn't <laughs> just kind of going like oh, i love you David. you changed my life uh, they like get the fuck out yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: there's like a million people behind you
0: um this is tracy's first time attending Dead yeah. city slash fan camp mm-hmm. she m- making the trip I for the first I braved last a time. snowstorm. what's Are that you I did you braved yeah. the snowstorm mm-hmm. lots of people brave lots of shit weather in order to get here Mm -hmm. who else met stephanie again how do we get a mic down to you nancy
6: hello okay um yeah nancy copeland thank you hi um i also met stephanie again um it was so amazing and i just told her that i was fortunate to meet her last year as well and just said again that we, every single last one of us is here because of her and the dream she had and that all of the friendships that have been made. And somebody, and I don't know if it was Twi Fans or who made that amazing card, that thank you card for her. Mm. So.
0: Giant um, card that looked like it yeah. was straight from the Magic Kingdom at Disneyland. <laughs>
6: yeah. So I, on that card, I just basically said that her dream basically forever changed my life and just brought.
0: Here we go. <laughs> This but is what you've tuned uh, in for. This is what you want. This good. is the red meat that you've tuned in for, Twihards.
6: But it just brought me here. Obviously, we're all here because of her, and so that's it. So I just said thank you. So
0: anyway. Um, let it. me just ask you this. The dream. Yes. What was the dream? Uh, what was the dream that gave birth to Twilight? the meadow so scene. To Twilight. Holy it's like fuck.
6: Chap- it's chapter, I think it's chapter Eleven. 13, is it 11, Eleven. in Twilight. Anyway, and it's basically, Eleven. it's Edward and Bella in the meadow. Okay. Of the original Twilight. So basically, but she had this dream and it woke her up and she it compelled her enough that she got up from bed and went to her um, office or whatever and she literally typed out, you know, her dream and then she backed it up from there and then created the Twilight story.
0: Right. So, so the dream was literally vampire boy, human girl in meadow and bloom.
6: Yeah, and that whole like that... Fear, What's that, like- Sasha?
7: That's Seen Their Love. Okay. Well it was was like like how you sort that out. Like how you
3: how you how you would sort that if that was your thing. Right. But he was like trying to convince
6: her like he was, you know, that the sparkly vampire or whatever, but she wasn't afraid and then it was that whole connection that they had. It was just, you know. So anyway, and then she backed up the story from the beginning and then how they met and everything. So anyway, for whatever reason, I know we've all read thousands of books, but for whatever reason, um that book just the series just struck a chord with so many women and i know it was put in the young adults um section and it was published
0: as young adult fiction right which most people seem to forget when they're when they've got their slings and arrows out they forget that the world of sparkly vampires and another boy who turns into a wolf is actually young adult fiction it's not competing with terminator
6: right (laughs) but it's just it's that whole thing it's like that we all get it because we experienced it, you know? So The
0: famous book, Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> the famous YA series, Terminator. Yeah.
6: Anyway, the outsiders, as they call them, are very quick to label us as dry hearts or just not understanding that we're just either freaks or crazy people or whatever. But, all of
0: which are true.
4: Uh,
6: <laughs> but we're happy freaks, you know? Exactly. It's just like, uh, so, and I think all these ladies are amazing and special in their own way, and so I'm just grateful to know them and
8: you. So, anyway.
0: I think Liz Lemon Bennett wanted the mic. Oh, I did. I think so. Yeah, move the mixer, slide the mixer. Well, you made some sort of motion, so now it's on to you.
1: (laughs) We were just um, discussing briefly back here that uh, the the scene that we're talking about for the dream is not in in the first movie the way it's written in the book and real hardcore. Twihards would want us to point that out to show that, that yeah. we're, we're true blue Twihards we know this.
0: So what is the difference between written and filmed versions?
1: Well, in yes, in the um what's that? In the in the film the reveal of this is who I am I'm going to show you in twi- in sunlight right. happens after school in the woods taking a walk but really in the in the book that was happening at the meadow so, and I understand, in real Twihards with me, you can clarify, that they actually had to go back and reshoot a yeah, Meadow yeah. scene because, in L.A., like in LA because the Bob. entire Twilight first film was complete, and they never had this critical scene that the whole dream that, that started this for Stephanie Meyer.
6: Oh. <laughs> Where they had picked out, and it had snowed there, so they didn't have access. They had to come back to Griffith Park, and right. they went to the outskirts of the golf course and they right. created
1: the meadow. So it's, just, right. and, it's no words it's and just the circle scene. Right. And that so it's no words It's a circle scene but really this meadow scene that she dreamt about and that is in the um, original it's in the book really is the reveal scene. I'm going to show you how sparkly I am. Right. And then we'll uh we'll hang out and be in love and I'm going to try not to eat you. Right. Yeah, or kill you.
0: Yes, and so the lion fell in love <laughs> with the lamb. Exactly.
9: Okay, I found it. Funny. Kathy
0: Banks. Don't that, knock over don't knock over one of your own not, wine bottles, not, mama.
9: I find it funny that she, uh, Nancy mentioned that we all have read, read a thousand books. And Caitlin's over there laughing at me. This is the first book I have Her daughter, ever Caitlin. read in my whole entire life. The very first book. I'm not kidding. And I went through nursing school and everything because I have dyslexia and I cannot I cannot read a book. I cannot. But I read those books, and I've read them twenty-eight times a piece, and I've had to—I s- have to sit there with
0: literally, my Kathy, literally, literally. twenty—not twenty-seven and not no, twenty-nine.
9: No, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. I counted.
0: I figured. I just wanted to make sure.
9: <laughs> and I have to put my finger on every single little word, so it won't come out different every time I read it. <laughs> right. <laughs> to get it, because I'll mix my sentences, my top sentence, my bottom sentence, and make up a whole different thing. So I had to read it that many times to get the story. <laughs> Right. The way it really is. So, yeah, that was the first book I've ever, ever read. And since then, I've read The um, Hunger Games and The uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> it's like I've read a little, a few more things. It's like, oh, my gosh, I'm reading a book. It was, it was like, so exciting because Caitlin has read. We have thousands of books in my house that Caitlin's read growing up because she she reads and reads and reads. That's why she's so smart but not me because mama can't read very well. Because of Did you
0: know dyslexia. you were dyslexic?
9: No, but I was told by my sixth grade teacher that you're stupid. You'll never become anything. You won't be anybody or anything because you're stupid. And so I never could figure out what she was talking about. But then I got older and I was like, that's what's wrong with me because it's, I guess, growing up in that era, they didn't diagnose people that had dyslexia. But right. Then, and so, if I ever give you medicine, you darn sure you got the right medicine because I check <laughs> so many times. Kathy's what that a regi- is. registered nurse. Yes. Okay. And I check so many times what that medicine is that I'm not going to screw up. And I have never, ever, ever, knock a wood, made a medication <laughs> me- error because
0: that I you're check. aware of.
9: Yeah, <laughs> that I'm aware of because that, of
0: that resulted in a claim.
9: That's right. That's right. <laughs>
3: And I have the opposite thing. I always kind of say, like, I really, really wish that 100 Years of Solitude changed my life. Like, that would make me sound so much cooler than Twilight (laughs) changed my life. I read them both, and yeah, it's that's just uh, yeah. It it just changes you. It's crazy. Literally,
0: like Ginger. Andrea, were you reaching for the microphone? (laughs) Were
5: (laughs) you? I think you were. I'd also just. I'd also just like to add too that, um, Stephanie admired our Team Jack t-shirts. She did. She yeah. was quite impressed. And I actually was wearing the twi-between shirt with the quote, uh, awesome Sharon. Twilight brings us together. And she was very, very moved by that.
0: This was in line for a signing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She yeah.
5: Admired it greatly. Yeah.
0: The funny thing for me was, uh, uh, getting an email from the head of marketing for Summit, who's now co-president of marketing at Lionsgate, Nancy Kirkpatrick, who sent me a photograph of one of our square Team Jack fan camp buttons and uh, with a subject line, they're all here or something like that. And I was just like, did you not think I had something to do with the- <laughs> these buttons? <laughs> um, then the other weird thing, uh, that happened my probably my weirdest experience of of fan camp and i'm kind of glad that they um just to to do a nerdy riff i'm kind of glad that they changed the name because now for me given that breaking dawn uh was filmed as one long movie but released in two parts for me last year part one will always be tent city and this year part two will always be fan camp with and the distinction will always be um, will always be clear but the weirdest thing happened uh, late last night in that we um, a bunch of my sort of uh, core group of friends have been have fallen in with team Jack over various and Sundry oh my god
3: <laughs>
0: someone just throw up I think she threw up a little on her mouth
7: All right. how's it taste Ashley
0: um uh, a,
3: a bunch of my friends
0: have fallen in with team jack over the uh over the course of the forever party this week, but before that our uh pre comic con party and um so they've sort of been coming down with me uh as they've been able to and uh we have brought with us the uh clapper board that I tweeted out a photograph early in early in my twitter career i think Um, that was used during the, it was the main unit clapperboard used during the production of, of, uh, the movie. And, um, we also brought down the MTV Movie Award for part one, just to give fans who voted, um, so aggressively, which is certainly something that all the women in this room, room know a thing or two about, um, for that MTV Award a chance to actually hold their award, as it were, as well as to, um, hold the clapper board that in the event clapperboards actually had eyes has seen a thing or two over the course of the production of that movie. Um so last night we were over in what's the difference? So the camp the primary camp is Chickarn Boulevard this year, right? Which we would call what? Group one camp one camp one? Well no the the long the main long camp Main camp. And then there's the camp that's at the top of the steps over by the convention center, which everyone refers to colloquially as? Reject camp. Okay. Compton and the ghetto. And then there's a third camp that is on the roof of the parking structure, literally like little mushrooms that have grown up around the giant tent that will have house the after party tomorrow night. Um, I made my way through all of those camps repeatedly and went over, went today, went through all those camps with my camera and will be, um, tweeting out photos of sort of the, um, most interest, most interestingly decorated tents. But, uh, and I think there was something called like, I saw one sign that said, um, Camp Sundeck or something like that or Camp in the Clouds or something like that. But um so uh Chris McDaniel and I CMac007 on Twitter were walking back from Compton and suddenly last night we were kind of like mobbed by this um by this mob of <laughs> twihards um who were sort of on their way into the plaza to watch Breaking Dawn Part One. Um, but suddenly we were like I don't know how many autographs I signed last night, but maybe a hundred, dude. Like a hundred. Or somewhere between a hundred and a hundred and fifty. It was like nuts. And then sort of as I was signing, I'd be all like, Well did you get a did you get your picture taken with the movie award? Did you get your picture taken with the clapperboard or whatever and i would look through a sea of people and there was chris mcdaniel and i l- <laughs> literally said to chris it's, at a certain point it's like dude get ready because it was like oh shit this feels like what it must be like to be any one of those cullen actors <laughs> you felt like the tipping point could happen at any moment and you would just be swamped and you would see the mtv movie award being carried away like the world cup um and then security sent two guys over with us and When the first guy came over, I was like, oh, did you want us to move or something? And he was like, no, no, we're just here to support you. And I was like, oh, shit, this like (laughs) hit their radar as like a potential problem, you know. That was the weirdest thing was for me, um, and Emma actually said to me today when we were walking, it's like, you love it, you love it. And the reality is I, I don't, I don't, I really don't. I really don't. I mean, I'm, and your next remark was like, I seemed at ease or comfortable with it. I am comfortable, but it's sort of, I totally get why, uh, you have not seen Bill Condon down here this weekend because he's totally freaked out by it and finds it completely cost- claustrophobic. Well, he had to do some press on that carpet, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so that was definitely, like, that was the weirdest once-in-a-lifetime experience, yeah, anyway. Um, what's everybody else's hottest, most interesting? We were doing hottest, the, most interesting? the
2: giveaways at our tents, our main base camp in Tent City, and... Right. Much like the summit booth at Comic Con (laughs) had to shut it down because people were shoving and we were afraid poor Andrea was just going to get crushed because they're all like ravenous. We we went wristbands. We went.
0: Now, here's the funny thing.
2: The lanyards are a huge hit. At the
0: end of the day, the funny thing is um, we made 1,500 of everything, right? Correct. We're camping 1,900 people. That's what I heard last night. So there's only 400 people who didn't get. In theory, well, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason. Although, did you see that today? Because it's possible that's it's possible that somebody. I mean, it's a, uh, my experience of this has been, and again, I just Eric and I just sort of keep keep touching base with each other across the the abyss or whatnot. But my experience of, of this has been the stuff that I've just had to let go. Facebook, Twitter. Like I went on, touched on Facebook, I saw that, I, that I had eight private messages and I'm just like, what are these problems? And I'll, I'm not even going to know until Tuesday. I hate to say, uh, or there was a girl on Twitter that I just happened to catch like two nights ago whose flight from Columbia or something was canceled. And should I come or should I not come? And my thing was like, I would encourage you to take the leap of faith and try and get here, hoping that she could just plead her case with Charles or, other people, and who knows what's going to happen, is the reality of it. But there's only so much you can do, you know. What are some other fan camp stories for listening, Twihards who can't be here? I met um, the Twilight Grandma. Is that her? Comp- is that her technical grandma or grandmother? Twilight Grandma met her last night. She was, I have to say, nowhere near as crazy as I thought she'd be. <laughs> She was totally reasonable. Yeah, she was great, and had never been on a plane in her life, right, Christina? Want to talk, talk? Talk about Twilight Grandma?
8: Yeah, Twilight Grandma had um, is from uh, East Tennessee, and uh, she'd never been on a plane, and uh, was in, is in love with twilight and a big supporter if you follow her on twitter she supports a lot of the the stars that are in the in the movie they know like, her
0: gory weinberg who yeah one of the romanians like tony uh,
8: trucks today actually asked for a picture with with her own camera when she met twilight grandma she said can somebody take a picture for me and um <laughs> instead of twilight grandma asking for a picture and, um, she
0: calls everyone Sugar Dumpling, Sugar right? Sugar
8: Dumpling is her name and, right. uh, she loves to read and she's a big fanfic person and she supports all the, uh, the fanfic writers out there. And if they're got right. something coming out, she pu- puts it out there on her Twitter. She's very vocal about that and charity work. Any, any of the stars in the movie that have a charity that she knows about, she supports it. And, uh, right. she's just a really nice person. And, um, I'm glad she got to come because this was like something that she would never in a million years have ever imagined. She's, I'm not sure how old she is, maybe in her sixties, but, uh, has yeah. grown kids, grandchildren. And this is not something that she would have ever. Even been able to, uh, fathom, I think, without, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I'm glad she got to come and I think that she's made, had a really good time and met some really good, uh, some of the actors she really re- respects and likes. So,
0: and that's just to this point because obviously this podcast will not air until probably, I think we'll be back in our regular time slot on Wednesday afternoon, but <laughs> Pacific time, but, uh, everybody's getting in as far as I know. So if that turned out not to be the case, Yay. no one will hear that before. <laughs> that actually went down but as far as so far as i know every all but um what i heard yesterday was that uh everyone who checked in on day 1 which is like 1500 of them or something are all getting into the Nokia and they think only Score. 700 only 200 are probably going to and the, the people who checked in the very last are the last 200 are going to end up in an overflow house at the adjacent Regal but you'll still see those you know even those people will still be seeing the movie uh 5 days before anybody else for free So um who else has had interesting experiences at fan camp Ashley you're raising your hand
9: What
1: What am I saying? What?
0: Nothing, Ashley? No. Yeah. Lean in, Ashley. Come on. You're wasted. Don't deep throat the microphone, <laughs> Ashley. Although there's always that subtext. Am I allowed to talk about that? Without naming names? I'm going. So anyway, here's the interesting thing about uh the Forever Party on Wednesday night is um <laughs>
7: oh, no.
0: there was a photo booth.
5: Oh, was, like, some very interesting pictures showed up. And uh a very interesting. Picture.
0: There was a photo booth. And I have was, a zip say, file of every liquor. photo taken. Sharon, in that put booth. the microphone down. There was <laughs> copious amounts of liquor served. Some would some would say overserved to people who had little more to do than walk back to their hotel and not operate a motor vehicle. And um, suddenly, these pictures were proudly being presented to me of various and sundry Team Jack members all making out with each other. And needless to say, all of them female female many of many of them married many of many of them with their husbands standing right there and so I'm like what is this what is
3: this uh,
0: Cohen I think heard Cohen heard enough when we were setting up talking about it and I'm sort of like what is all this Bella and Edward shit really code for when all these all these women just want to make out with each other and stay married. Who would like to talk about that?
1: those has to do with any of this, though.
0: Please step in. Hang on, please step in. Give us your Twitter handle and your real name before making any remarks.
2: I just want to confirm, did, did Sharon, did you just say you have all copies of those 100% of the photos from that photo booth are in a zip file on my computer
5: name your price <laughs> because that can't get out <laughs> just you know just want to
2: just absolutely we are going to get some and I'm begging, and I'm begging eight you by 10 to. prints I'm... of a couple of those things I beg you not to I beg you
7: I love you dearly please don't share those oh, photos <laughs>
0: What happens in the photo booth
2: stays in the photo booth.
0: No, what happens, what happens in the photo booth needed a full bottle of Windex and bleach and 16 rolls of paper towels to wipe down. What's up, Matt Cohen? Do you see the
5: pictures of Eric and the other
0: ones? Oh, yeah. No. Let's hear it. He's single. Let's hear it. Number one, he's single. Number two, he's not here. Let's hear it.
5: <laughs> he's like bu- grabbing her tits. Like, Eric her. Odom? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You were gonna say boobs on the first go around. What made you switch to tits? I'm just curious, human nature stuff. Because I heard buh, and then it came out tits. It
5: was it was his idea too to do it, I guess. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, there's a. He pulled his shirt up and.
4: Just,
5: oh, but no, there was. A, there's some raunchy no, stuff, boob grabbing. I
0: heard that. Wow. Well, well, so,
5: so there was, there was
0: some cursory and to, token, shall we say, heterosexual activity in the photo booth as well. Exactly. I have the softest tongue.
7: You really
0: do. The Twilight Cougar. What's your What's your Twitter handle? Twilight Cougar 1 has the softest tongue. And by the way, anyone who ever talked to me over the course of this fan camp who wants a, a Team Peter, the nomadic fuck machine t-shirt, Twilight Cougar 1 on Twitter is, is your <laughs> venue for it. And my friends are all like, what are you doing on Sunday afternoon?
3: <laughs>
7: um,
0: so Twilight is ending. What is the... Just briefly here. What's everyone's take on the future of the fandom? The last creation entertainment convention has gone away. I um more or less confirmed with a uh executive with that company that they have the license is completely gone. They have they have not renewed the license in any way, shape, or form, so there won't be just there won't sort of be the one or two token Xena conventions that they somehow manage to find time and energy to throw <laughs> annually. Um so there will be no more officially licensed Twilight conventions. <laughs> What's that? Is that where you're going? Xena? It's a natural evolution of the, twi- of the twy hard lesbian. Exactly. Um, Sharon, you'd had some thoughts about pu- uh, putting on an extension of the Forever Party in Forks.
2: Yeah, um, I'm gonna give myself a little time to rest after this, but, yeah, after, yeah, get my emotions back under control. And, um, yeah, I'm looking at putting together Forever in Forks 2013. Information to come, I suppose. But yeah, we need everybody's going to want to get together again. And without having to save for Comic Con and the conventions and the premieres and everything, I think we can all swing one time a year where we all get together and have a great party and have a great time and, and revel in our fandom together again so mm-hmm. exactly and I think Forks is the perfect place for us to do, do it at least for the first one we might keep going there we might tour it around to different Twilight themed places or different cities we'll see where it all ends up but definitely I'm looking at planning forever in Forks
5: 2013
2: forever, in Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forever Cancun that's definitely an option <laughs>
5: so
0: yeah. yeah exactly oh my god scuba diving with Charlie Buley Oh my God! In Cancun, fish feeding with Bill Tangredi. Oh my God! So, you guys ready for tomorrow night in the premiere, seeing the movie for the first time, first of many, many, many times? I do have to say, it's going to be interesting talking with all of you afterward, and I will come out and talk with all of you afterward. Um, It will be interesting. It's so consistently everybody's favorite movie, like the hardcore the fan site journalists and stuff, everybody has come out and said, oh my God, it's my favorite movie. And um, just like two hours ago, one of them said to me, the reason is that uh, it references the entire saga so often and in so many not ways that are not just memorable but are also sort of very powerful emotionally from the very opening frames to, shall we say, the very 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 last frames the one thing that's nice about this group in particular especially having observed how it went down a year ago inside the Nokia theater up in the balcony is that I don't have to tell all of you to stay to the very very end it's not just that that's the placement of my credit but the very very last the very last music cue yeah they all stay dude fuck you dude I'm the special thanks kid (laughs) yeah Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna kick you guys out. Cause by the way, by that time I'll be up there with my fuck you lanyard all around my neck and I'll just, I'll glower menacingly much like Eric Otomus Peter. I don't have to. Oh, you mean to the security guy? Yeah, to the rent a cop? Yeah, exactly. So, um, do you feel ready as a result of the convention and the four days leading up to this? Wednesday no. Thursday way, yes, in a no no Emma you haven't seen it
1: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> it's going to be a fucking shit show it's going to be a shit show it's going to be so shitty it's going to be awesome it's going to be awesome I know it's not a great word for the occasion it's going to be incredibly emotional Yeah, I wouldn't, like, why do makeup? You're only going to be wearing it on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
7: What's that?
3: I said, what if you're lucky enough to get that picture on the carpet with yeah. the star you want? That's yeah. why you do the makeup. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. So we have a bunch of wa- uh, wine bottles lined up. Do you want to, um, who wants to speak to these wine bottles? How about? Yeah. Deanna. Yeah. Deanna, who as usual is up against the headboard. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, do it, Team headboard. Matt, get ready to push the mixer back <laughs> a little bit to get to the headboard.
9: When I. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
4: So um basically um when I was I had just joined Teen Jack and um I was getting to know Jack and I would like ask him questions um and just because I was curious about things that he liked or whatever. And then I was like, Well <laughs> um, you know, what is Bill like? And he goes, Wine. I said, Oh, okay. <laughs> that was all I got. Pretty so much it. wine.
0: Architecture, urban planning. Well, what can you actually use that you can serve (laughs)
4: up? (laughs) So I'm very good friends with, um, a wine, with the owners of a winery in, um, Gum Spring, Virginia. And, um, so I just had an idea one day and the first person I called after I had the idea was, um, Twilight Cougar because she's the artist and I had the idea of, um, making a personal wine label for mainly for Bill, but also for Team Jack. Um, just to say, thank you so much to Bill. Um. <laughs>
0: and I watch. I watch to see if it's like. I watch to see if it's like somebody puking. Somebody just at the smell of it, everybody else is like vomiting all over each other. So as soon as I hear you start to go, I look to Andrea. And say, How big a moment is this going to be? And then I start to look at
5: Nancy. Is it going to go that way? Because I
4: know we're we're just all um. I know I am and I know all of you are I'm so very thankful that, um, I mean, I know when I watched Breaking Dawn Part One, his, all of his visions were my visions of how it was going to look. And um, I mean, it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. So I know I'm going into this second movie that it's g- going to be the same thing. And it's just such a wonderful feeling going in and just knowing that he's really, really done justice to the story and especially the end of the story. Um, which is very, very important, I think. And, um, so anyway, these wine bottles were the result of, um, our collaboration, my collaboration with Twilight Cougar, the winery. Um, I know they cut me an awesome deal. Um, <laughs> and, uh, um, also my, um, two, uh, two other Team Jack ladies, um, Karen and Christina, uh, came one weekend and because this winery is very small, and they still hand b- bottle all the wine. So we got together and it was interesting. It was, there were some sexual innuendos going on when we were washing so, bottles and things. <laughs> but, um, it's all been hand bottled by us. Um, so this is my, my gift to Bill, to Jack, and to you.
9: And I think I saw pictures. They were stomping the grapes too. Like yeah, Lucy
1: kind
0: of those on the Lucy. Be so. in the episode, <laughs> exactly. As well as many pictures that have been taken, bottles all lined up. Dan lost it. I can't even look at you, or I'll start to lose <laughs> it. Through. You <laughs> did make it through. Um, the thing that I was struck by—the only like—I didn't really have any agenda or anything rolling into this thing today, but the one something I was struck by at a certain point was um. Deanna, Deanna, and I had a conversation yesterday. I guess it all runs together, right? in, in the room about the bottles, because the, and quite a number of them had been well, w- just one of them that was full of non-alcoholic that was made for little Ashley and Caitlin um, had come open in shipment and had and had damaged labels, right? You thought they'd all been lost. Right. So I th- I'm i going to go there. Um, so there was a really... Because a certain number of the team had not been out here for Comic-Con, um, I had a couple of them by the house, which was a, a whole hilarious bit of choreography with uh Bill Condon, like, <laughs> how long are they going to be here? Um, I have to go, Jack. Um, but... uh and so while they were at the house, the news came that in theory the the bottles had all broken in transit despite having been carefully packed and were all ruined. So just as literally, just as everybody was going out the front door, this piece of news comes over and Deanna just fucking loses it. And I'm like, oh shit, like here we go again. Ten City, 20, 2012, It's gonna, you know, it's gonna be messy. Um, certainly, I was very struck by that. That was like a very, very. Uh, even though I didn't show up because I've got like, I'm I'm a lot better now than I used to be. But let's just say I've got like forty years of, of Iron Mountain exactly where you know a single acidic tear runs down my cheek, uh, and that's all you get. But. Um, so then we were in the room yesterday, and we actually like looked at the bottles and um a couple of them were you know a couple of them are a little a little scratched and damaged and stuff, but what I was struck by is and now it's getting all churchy up in here but um what i was- stru- struck by was like Deanna's thing and it's all funny it all sort of ties together, like rolling into this my shrinks thing as I talk about like oh. Uh, You know, this isn't getting you know, this isn't happening quite the way I wanted it. It's like, well, it's all about control versus loss of control. So here I am. So I'm talking about that, and I'm talking about it uh with Eric Odom as well. Literally like on a daily basis, dude, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, dude, but I'm not gonna lie, like not getting a chance to go to the gym, it's like, holy fuck, you know, or like I'm just hanging on to the few things that sort of bring me like a sense of normalcy and routine going through this experience, which is obviously very intense and very time-consuming. Um, so here I am talking yesterday with about all of this with Deanna, and Deanna's point is like, basically, like, they're not good enough to give out. Am I mischaracterizing your point? Because they're not perfect, right? So the thing that I was struck by earlier is the fact that part of what it's been like for me through this whole experience has been dealing with dealing with all of you women and <laughs> a lot more women by extension all of my twiheart tweeps um and all the fans that I've met at fan camp and as i referenced in an earlier uh speech delivered in another hotel room at the start of this weekend um Another thing, another thing or two that my shrink has had to say is that women over a certain age who travel from wherever they're from all the way out here to participate in an event that's related to Twilight um, are passionate, are emotional, and he characterized my defense of the Twilight fandom as sweet. And he himself is a sort of a kind of a Twilight. He watches. He owns uh, the original movie. He has Breaking Dawn Part One. So there you are. Um, he does not own new, new moon or eclipse. He watches them all quite a bit. But he did also add, it's like, well, you know, I'm, I do think it's safe to say, it's safe to say that, uh, you know, a certain measure of that fandom is, you know, probably has a head full of crazy. Um, certainly it, watching all of the inner politics with this group and how everybody, everyone's personalities sometimes work smoothly together. Sometimes are clashing up against each other hearing all the stuff that I've heard over the course of how people are getting along in fan camp, how everybody relates to our group, how our group relates to everybody, and literally like how you think you could have it nailed down at 11.20 in the morning, and then you get down here, and like by 2.20, these people are sitting at one table, these people are sitting at another table. Nobody kind of knows why, but nobody's hanging with each other. And the thing that I was struck by is, You all clearly have a head full of crazy. That's like a given. Because, because you're fans, as am I, and fan is short for fanatic, a badge I wear proudly. And to me, it's like kind of, although I totally, as a as a guy with a healthy measure of OCD and a guy who grew up with like an army colonel father and where perfection was certainly like a thing to be valued, and so I can completely identify with and relate to your desire for perfection and eric and eric odom and i talking every day about how not perfect it is the reality is when you look at all these labels each of them kind of unique as a result of the you know just little tiny bits of abrasion that they've suffered that in its way is kind of like not only perfect for this group of women but it's kind of but it's kind of no it's just like every every single thing is unique Every single thing is perfect in its way. And it also kind of – I was struck by the fact that um despite the fact that it all ends with a perfect little piece of forever, that the way it starts is Bella Swan, who is like the furthest thing from perfect. And that to me, that's part of the attraction. That's got to be like part of the attraction at the front door into this franchise is that she's like somebody that everybody can – can identify with. In fact, when Bill was first considering the movies or whatnot, and we were starting to talk to people about Twilight, it was like some guy I talked to, I can't, can't even remember who it was, was like, oh my God, dude, well, have you read those novels? It's like the the lead, what's her name, Bella? She's like not even described. And it's like, I thought to myself, it's like, well, isn't that kind of, if that's true, I still don't know whether it's true because I've never read the first novel. Um, that lets everybody slip into Bella Swan's chucks effortlessly and imagine themselves into her position. So what what some straight white male who doesn't get it might criticize as being like terrible writing in reality, whatever the reality of it is, is in fact a way to to bring an enormous amount of women and some gay guys um, <laughs> through the front door into this universe that has been created. So anyway, everybody's walking out of here with a bottle of Malbec courtesy of Deanna, Caitlin, Kathy, and Christina and Karen, all of whose toe jam I, and Michelle, exactly, who refused to sign the labels and artist, no comment.
7: I just wanna thank Deanna because it, it was really hard for her. My might I was very busy. I just got into college and my daughter was getting married and she was so wonderful and I'm really grateful I got to do that. It was an amazing project to work
5: the
0: labels are amazing and look at our uh
4: and, and I definitely on display in the winery as well. They, yeah, um, they the winery was very, very proud but of she, this project. She
7: picked the designs and I called her back. She goes, Which one do you like? And I said, We have to have the Condon logo on the label. So that's the only thing that I pushed my graphic design will the top label because I just loved that Bill's. I made a logo for Bill and I just was so excited. Which
0: about looks that. like a glowy crucifix.
7: Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know how it's gonna print, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was an amazing. It was a gift of total love and what you know. I couldn't go. I was supposed to go bottle it with him, but the only day that could go was on my daughter's wedding day. So. Right. <laughs> Obviously, I had to. Uh... <laughs>
0: Whatever, Michelle. <laughs> we talked
7: about
0: <laughs> I'm sure you did.
7: See, I could see telling my
0: daughter, you know, they.
3: Did.
7: I could see telling my daughter, you know, I gotta go. I gotta go to this winery. So I did all the planning. Have a good day.
0: As I like to say, and as I've discovered with all with all of you, there's nothing I won't say to your faces that I won't say to all of your friends. As soon as you get up to go take a piss for <laughs> three minutes, um, I think. Hate to say, but we've got to wrap it. Where are we, Cohen? Fifty-five. We're all going off to see. What's that? Does
2: everyone just cry for three
0: minutes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll just let Andrea lead. I know.
1: No? Um This is it,
0: dude. These women will probably never be back together again. Is that gonna work? No. I'm totally Mr. Burnsing this moment. <laughs>
5: Dude, these women
0: will probably never see each other again. Some of them might not even be alive in a year. Is that going to work? I might not be alive in a year. You almost certainly will not be alive in a year. Can I
9: tell a funny story real quick? Yes. We were giving out headshots of Eric Odom yesterday.
0: Yeah, so how did that go?
9: And Ashley was trying to lick everyone. And besides that, the people who couldn't speak English were getting them... And kissing. kissing the pictures all over all over him. <laughs> it was hilarious. And the little boy. The
5: little boy had the whole house Blessed. <laughs> it
9: was hilarious. As food?
5: <laughs> <His parents> are- <laughs>
9: As a prey item? I don't know. But it was so funny to see that lady, and she said something in Spanish. I She's don't like, I I know. Edward, She's like, she, Edward. And, and she was kissing uh, him. Edward in okay. Spanish is Edward. <laughs> Edward. Edward
0: Eduardo, come on now.
9: And she was kissing him, so <laughs> it was so funny. I
7: just want to say one thing I was going to tell you earlier. When my husband went up to Stephanie Myers, he didn't, he, he's like, I'm not getting my picture alone with Stephanie, okay? okay? So we asked if we could do it together, and they were like, no. So I go, please just do it. I need a picture of you with Stephanie. So he walked up and said, can I stand on the other side? And she goes, so you can Photoshop yourselves together. And he goes, exactly. And he looked over at her and said, I just wanted to thank you for making all these women so happy. And I mean, literally, she just, thank you. My husband, I just had to say that. I had to have a call out to the best Twilight husband. Sorry, Sharon. He's number two. But just to make anybody that can come to fan camp with this many women, including me, yeah, and be that amazing and loving. She was really touched, so I just wanted to share that. You.
0: Does anyone have anything else they want to add for this arguably final... Uh...
5: I'm just going to say something very strange, but um, I don't know, for those who came to Tent City last year, after you leave here, um, you experience a strange thing in the fandom where there's kind of a divide between the people who are able to come here and experience this and the people who, for whatever reason, can't. Um, and I assume that that may happen again this year. Especially when we've all seen the movie and they kind of have that period of days where they haven't. Um, so I'd just like to give a shout out to all those women who are listening to this and, and hearing about how much fun this has been, who aren't here and couldn't be with all of us. Not only the Team Jack people, but all of our fandom family. Um, I know I have friends who I've read my, my Twitter feed the last couple of days, and it, it breaks my heart that they haven't gotten to experience this. So thank you for letting me be here, um, but a shout out to them too.
0: Does anyone have does anyone have anything better to say <laughs> to finish than that? Anyone? Forever. Period. Pass the mic and just one forever f- from everybody starting with me forever. Forever.
8: Forever. 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 Forever.
4: forever. <laughs> forever. forever
5: know her voice
2: forever forever forever
5: forever 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 forever
2: forever 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 Forever, 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 forever,
1: forever, forever, jump in.
4: forever, <laughs> forever,
2: forever, forever, forever.
1: Forever. And ever.
0: And ever. And ever. Out.